You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. about Isaac Hayes, Hot Buttered Soul. In the room, I have Rob, mm-hmm. Grady, and Ben. Mm-hmm. Hot Buttered Soul is the second studio album by American soul musician Isaac Hayes, released on September 23rd, 1969 on Enterprise Records. Uh, the producer was Al Bell, Marvel Thomas, Alan Jones, and the genre is soul. And from the book, John Doran, Hot Buttered Soul was an early blueprint for how soul would exist in the 70s. With its earthier forms marking a counterpoint to the newer stone-cold funk rhythms of James Brown. Three-and-a-half-minute pop formula is abandoned in favor of two songs per LP side, while the opener is a mighty 12-minute cover of the staple Walk On By, which, despite being written as a sorrowful ballad, oozes sex from every pore. In fact, this album, more than any before it, is a blatant attempt to produce, quote, make-out music a style that would be copied throughout the 70s and 80s to lesser effect by artists such as Barry White. Hayes' backing band, the Bar Kays, are the unspoken stars providing groove after fluid groove for generations of hip-hop and house producers to come. But the crowning moment is the cover of Jimmy Webb's By the Time I Get to Phoenix, which features a breathtaking, audacious, nine-minute spoken introduction (laughs) or quote rap in which Hayes paints the background story to the song's narrator. The song starts to climax after the quarter of an hour mark. (laughs) All right, what do we think of Hot Buttered Soul? It's just all one organ chord and like a a rim rim click (laughs) for nine minutes. It's so good. I thought this was fantastic. The background of why this is is even almost kind of like more important than the album itself. I don't know if anyone did need to be a staffer for Stax. Is uh, that what you're talking about? Well, no. So uh, was Otis Redding was Stax, right? Yep. Isaac Hayes worked for Stax. Yeah, but Otis Redding was Stax. Yes. Yeah. He, he was their big. He yep. fucking died in a plane crash. Yes. Right. Sixty-seven. 
and Atlantic bought out the entirety of Stacks back catalog. Mm-hmm. And so Stacks is sitting here in 1969 going, oh, fuck. And they just, the, everyone on the re- label still, who, none of them were selling shit. Fucking uh, Otis was the one that was doing the thing. And they were like, you need to put out a record. You need to put out a record. You need to put out a record. Just trying to rebuild the whole thing. They're pointing... 27 albums they called for. Yeah. Like, yeah and they're and pointing fucking, to people it, that aren't recording artists on Stacks. Like, uh, Isaac Hayes was a producer for Stacks. But Hayes had a record out on Stacks that didn't do anything. But the reason they even asked him to release that one was to build up their back catalog. Was it? Yes. Oh. The reason he had a recording career, he was a songwriter and producer at Stax. They okay. put him on the other side of the microphone when they needed to start building up their back catalog. So he did that first one with them, and it didn't sell too well. And they did a second one with him. He said, the only way I'll do another one is if I have full artistic freedom. And he releases, like, a stone-cold soul masterpiece. God damn. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, his voice is so... Silky, buttery, fucking smooth. Like, and the fact that he was, like, not in front of a microphone boggles the mind to this day. I also, I like the subtle shade of the, in the, the line, or the, in the book. It's like, this, this would, in the 70s, people would do this not as well, like Barry White. <laughs> this oh, is, yeah, that's Barry funny. White is straight up just lesser Isaac Hayes. Uh, yeah, basically stole yeah. everything I, from this album. I saw that on two different reviews. <laughs> the way they mentioned, they were like Isaac Hayes, this album, Barry White, not so much. Yeah. No, they were they were just kind of like throwing a bit of shade on Barry White, just saying this is the real stuff. But Barry White had the bear had the the deep voice, but just nothing like Isaac. Yeah. Did what you, do you know get... that this is one of Henry Rollins' favorite albums? Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That makes me really happy. Did, did just... you guys think that the opening, uh, like the, the string stuff for uh, Walk On By, do you think, we're, we're, I think that may have been like, uh, like inspired by Morricone's uh, like work with the uh, Spaghetti Westerns, because yeah. it sounds... It sounds absolutely out of fucking place with soul music, like this these big fucking like sweeps and like. Uh, I think it has more to do with like Ray Charles that strings of Ray Charles soul and for it, yeah, a but few years. specifically the way that this is introduced, it it, it reeks of Morricone. That I need to guitar, listen to it again. That guitar reverb that sounds like more like the Morricone stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, I told I totally I, hear I get the that spaghetti vibe. western. I understand. Yeah, but but that's not that's not unique to spaghetti western. No, no. I mean that, that sort of string work's been going on in the entire sixties. Yeah, I think this is in very all sorts of different genres. Very much a sixties string. Yeah. I mean that's that could be Bacharach. I mean this yeah, is a Bacharach this is a Bacharach song. song. Yeah. I mean that this this is so. that sort of jazz pop sort of string stuff. Yeah. Okay. Which which when was I think borrowed out. then for, by Morricone more so. Usually when I'm look I'm looking at an album I'm kind of thinking about each song in particular. You can't do that with this album though. No. There's only no. F- there's four songs. It's just it's one big feel. It's like, a feel. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Yep. And and god that whole that whole last track, The Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, I I can just listen to that that intro. I was wondering about that though. I mean, on on the first listen, yeah, it's great, but on repeated listens is it going to be great every time? Do I want to listen to a nine-minute 
introduction to a song. Honestly, yeah, you do. I, okay. I think you do. Okay. I love the. the I thought I mean, it was the, a little the, much. Minim, the minimalism of it, just that that chord that on the Leslie organ, just humming there, and that subtle backbeat, and then him just talking, and it just it's this it's a rap. And, and well, you, you know, the, the where I read that came from was him specifically doing club shows. Yeah. And what he would do when there were like people that weren't paying attention. He'd be like, all right, folks, this is what's going on. And he'd just fucking talk this at the club yeah. and build up. Breaking it down eight, for them. Eight and a half fucking minutes. No, and, and yeah, the, the build up, it, it's like a DJ. It's, it's be, it's, it is like the warming up of a, of a crowd. It, There's a performer flow. aspect to this, and I think that, that that's the most important part of it. And I mean, to, to be able to do, I mean, how long is that last track? It's 20 minutes. Yeah, I, I mean, nine minutes of it is eight just. And a half. The intro. Yeah. And then you get into the sort of the full, yep. the build up, and then it really hits. I mean, and the whole time it's building and you've, you're feeling something happening and it keeps on. Then the fucking horns kick in. And then the true. horns kick in. Like, oh my God. It's. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. It's fantastic. It, it, it does need that length to. It's a composition. To, to present something. You're right. You're right. I mean, it's telling a story and, and, yeah. and it, it wrote me right the fuck out. And it's never going to rope you in. The second or third time. Like the first as, time. Quite as much as it does the first time, but it doesn't mean that it's not just amazing and it should be exactly what it, what it is. No, yeah. I, 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 I love this album. I, I agree. I, I, I'd never heard it before. It's, it's, yeah. No, uh, fucking four, four songs done really, 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 really well, man. I fight my way through the five o'clock rush hour As daylight slowly leaves Open the door to that little room we call home. Her loving arms are there to Her tender lips are always there to meet. You know it's always been that way And I find my way through the early morning traffic This is my first listen also. I really like this album. I do take... I know that they're not original compositions, but I take some lyrical umbrage with side two, specifically. Starting with one woman. Okay. Oh, you mean two women? First of all... You know, like this. Yeah, maybe maybe wrongly named. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And and the whole song is about how this dude is literally living a double life. And in the chorus, he it's the it's the it's the other woman's fault because you say one woman's making my home and the other woman's making me do wrong. That woman's not making you do shit. You know, like you are you are choosing actively to live this deceptful double life. And then it goes into by the time I get to Phoenix, and I know there's two different songs written by two different people, but I'm hearing it from the same voice. And this dude that loves this woman and gets all torn up when she's walk when she's walking out on him seven fucking times, and he keeps on coming back seven times, dude, seven times, seven <laughs> times. Like yeah. that, I love both songs musically. 
lyrically, I take umbrage with both of them. The first one, the guy just seems like he's a, a dog. He's a dog. He's a total dog. He's a dog. And then the second one, in the second one, he's a fucking he's fucking walking off room like a welcome mat seven times, yeah. and he's still pining over this woman. And and he's making this big story, but like it's not gonna be eight. I fucking hope not. I mean, I was dude. Yeah, that's that's you know about Jimmy Webb and his breakup with so- Susan Hort- Horton. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, which Isaac kind of ex- explains, like you know, like the background throughout the song. But I thought it was interesting to read about you know Jimmy breaking up, but then they remained that, friends afterwards. Which, which song was that? Uh, by the time I, by get, the time I get the Phoenix. Yeah. No, I, and like, and again, I like this album a lot, and I like all four tracks on this album. Just having tracks three and four immediately back to back. I can see telling okay. those two stories. I'm just like, dude, hold on a second, senior double standards. You know like, why they have to do that though? Side length. Yeah. Yeah. But to fit. To fit. By the time I get to Phoenix on there, the other two wouldn't fit on the same side. Exactly. And here, yeah. if, he's, if he's trying to, if he's, if he's trying to tell a tale, and having one song just being those two, one side just being those two stories, I don't know. There's got to be a better way to do it. I, I'm gonna say I don't care <laughs> specifically <laughs> about, about about that. I, I will say this much: we have been inundated with some real turkeys. But I will tell you this much: as far as like long-winded like songs are concerned, yeah. I will take four Isaac Hayes songs. That are this long. I will. And yeah. I will listen to them forever now. Absolutely. Because I can appreciate a fucking 13 minute long song. I can appreciate a 10 minute long song. And this is those. The, the, sorry. Blah, 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 blah. These are these. Uh, blah, blah, blah. These are they. These are they. <laughs> Thems are those. These are those songs. They're, they're actual, like, they're literally, they're, they're songs, and they're thought out, mm-hmm. and they're presented th- in a way that makes fucking sense, on this album man. doesn't bother me yeah. at all. in the least, they're, man. They're through composed, they take their time, and they go from point A to point B, and there's a arc in the middle. I, Tell me a fucking yeah. story four times, I will listen to it over the course of an hour. Yeah. Like, it's fine. Yeah. I think the, the backing band is, is pretty... Uh, Barquets are tight. Pretty tight. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is what uh, does it for me within, you know, usually we kind of harp on, you know, oh, this song's getting a little too long or... You just this, get that groove. This is a very fun album to listen to. Plus they put these little touches on that you can identify very clearly when you're listening to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like some of the other jammy stuff that we've listened to, it's people overlapping and that's... That's not what this is about. This is right. about clear, controlled, extended. So is this, you, you, you kind of touched on a little bit in the intro. Is this the first example of like the make-out soul genre? I believe so. Cool. I mean, it said, yeah, this, because you had James Brown, which is more of an upbeat, you know, like, groove-based funk. I mean, not that this doesn't... Marvin Gaye's doing stuff, but he hasn't gotten groove. into that era of his career yet. Right. I'm pretty sure James Brown made some babies with people. What is the question? What are we I don't, I don't know what I don't know where guys, anymore. No. I've, <laughs> I've lost my way. Okay. <clears throat> so two two tracks per side you guys are cool with. Sure. That's like the that's my, my minimum. 
Okay. Of tracks per side. Okay. Yeah, two <laughs> tracks per side. I'm I'm totally fine with. I don't one track myself to such. I don't, yeah. One track per side. It, 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 you're, it, you're on thin ice with me. It can work, but the chances of it not working with me personally. Unless are, you're Beethoven's Ninth Symphony, and the, I don't need to deal with that. I would like a minimum of two tracks per side, please. Okay. Got it. I don't care as long as the tracks are good. Fair enough. Fair enough. And these are these are good. These are good. These are good. These are good. I like them. <laughs> Robert Kreisgau. Uh, so he gave uh, Live Dead an A plus. Okay. Like cool, cool, good. What a what a what a great record. Mm-hmm. He gave this a fucking C. And I've been looking more into him. This he guy. He also didn't like Sergeant Pepper's Rob. What's your um, point, Rob? Point point being, he has uh, bad taste according to Rob. He has terrible taste. He didn't like Sergeant Pepper, so you like Sergeant Pepper's? Well, you know, uh, a clock is right twice a fucking day, man. Yeah, yeah. A, a broken clock. Mm. A clock is right all day long. <laughs> a broken clock is right twice a day. Bert, <laughs> fix this in post. Rob, Rob, Rob said, "Smoke a, more pot, Rob." A broken clock is twice. Is a broken clock is. Twice. And the broken <laughs> clock is brat. How does Rob feel about this album? Hmm. I fucking love it, man. Thumbs up. Absolutely. Uh, both both thumbs all the way up. No, awesome. There, there's no uh, there's no denying uh, how how well made this record is, and I mean simply from the string introduction on the first song, like it it had me, like it fucking just nailed me. Yeah. Nailed me to the goddamn floor, and that fucking. Uh, the is so so iconic and it's been sampled a billion times and like i don't know man like like album length was with, with four songs taking up as much time as this does like it makes sense it, it makes sense to me ear wise this is the first example i've seen of the things that we've listened to where it's like oh an arc has taken place mm-hmm. and we needed this much time because it needed this much time i i enjoy this actively i enjoyed listening to it again and i will continue enjoy listening yeah to I'm on this the, fucking record i'm on the same i definitely a positive for me i i i don't know maybe i i just like this old soul music more than other you know types of music but this one's 
There's something special about this one. It just... It's his fucking voice, man. Yeah. I mean, the his delivery in the bar the, case... The delivery in the uh, band, yeah. Yeah, in the band. The band just, is just, just killing it. Rock solid. Uh, I will say there's one thing. Walk on by, I thought that they sort of do a fade out at like nine minutes, and then they just continue to somewhat fade out. It's very strange. That was the only part where I was like, is the song gonna... Is it over now? Do you think it, that the engineer's doesn't. like... Oh, I shit, think, I thought they were going to be stopping soon. I, I, I guess think, I'll just continue to slowly fade as slowly <laughs> as I can. <laughs> I think what happened is they told the band, go ahead, keep playing. And then when Isaac got in the and listened to the full of the band playing, he was like, they killed it. Let's just use it all. Yeah. Don't fade yeah. out. Don't fade out until the you know until we can't not fade out. And this is going to be this is going to lead into a lot of very cool stuff. Marvin Gaye, man, I hope um, so. And a lot of other yeah, albums. Well, it's already cool. happened, so we yeah. can we can verify <laughs> that yeah. it does. For <laughs> Not in this book, though. No, we think. I, I I really like this record. Yeah, everything that's been said about it, I I one hundred percent agree with. I didn't realize it makes perfect sense, but I didn't realize that this is kind of the catalyst of that whole makeout soul genre. And that shit's tight, man. That, that stuff's, that's cool stuff. I, I even get down with Barry White. I've got no beef with Barry White. But this album, this is the first, yeah, this is the first time I'd, I'd, I'd just sat down and listened to it was for this project. Two tracks per side, all bangers. It, it's, it's good. I've got absolutely nothing I, can, nothing I can say bad about it. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, again, I hadn't heard it before. Um, I will listen to this. A lot. I, sorry, I'm, I'm listening to this. <laughs> Grady's uh, on the positive. And, and I'm getting lost. So I'm very much on the positive, yeah. All right. Good deal. Next time we'll be talking about Grateful Dead, Live Dead. Porky Which we have on. Thanks, you all. As, uh, right on ringing and ringing and ringing and ringing for and ringing. Off the wall. Mama, 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 that's all. By the time I get to Oklahoma, she'll be sleeping. She'll turn softly in her restless sleep. Call my name out low. Oh, this you cry. Just to think I, I would really leave But time after time after time after time and time again I tried to tell her so But she was a non-believer I just can't.
Oh, 